Hi there. Welcome to Joyful Projects, where we're going to explore the secret to real excellence when we are transforming our ideas into reality. Hi, I'm Paul Armstrong, and I've spent a lot of years figuring out what it really means to enable joy in work. And I am so looking forward to sharing my insights, you know, because my desire is to help those of you who have a responsibility to get a project done, to transform that idea into a reality. And that, you know what, there's probably a team of you off to do that epic endeavor. Most of what I'll share is going to make sense to you. But there's going to be some twists that will really unveil the secret. The first one is, I'm not going to use the word manage. I find it confusing. Yeah, I'm going to be consistent with probably a lot of the books that you've read that use that word a lot. But I don't find it very helpful. Here's the other twist. In my search to understand joy in work, you know, I didn't find the answer in the office. found it while I was teaching Sunday school. It was right there in the beginning of both the Old and the New Testaments. So we're going to take Sunday's message and make it our basis for our Monday mission. I'm so excited to share this. I look forward to your feedback. Hey, subscribe so that, hey, you'll find out when I post the next episode. And if you want to learn more about me and joy in work, Go to enablingjoy.com. That's all one word, enabling joy. Hey, let's get moving. We are on episode three, the opposite of fear, the components of joy. Last time we talked about the difference between joy, happiness, and pleasure, happiness. And, and we looked at a, a phrase from Mother Teresa where she said that joy is strength. And that is such a powerful line. You know, we need strength. It needs to be an ingredient to go do the heavy lifting, right? And then the more we do the heavy lifting, the more we build strength. And, and joy is just like that. Joy is an ingredient going in. But when it goes in, we actually kind of also get it coming out. Not kind of. We really do. We really get it back out again. And that that's might be one reason why we confuse the joy and pleasure happinesses because joy does come out, but only when it's going in. Joy is really based on physiology as much as it is psychology. Because here's another way we could look at it. You know, we as humans are endowed with just an amazing brain. And to really explore it, I, I encourage you to read a book by Daniel Kahneman, Thinking fast and slow. Here's the way I understand it. It's thinking fast is that part of our brain that it's in the back of the brain. It's the old part of the brain. And man, it's lightning fast. But you know what? It, it kind of only knows how to react to things. You know, the fight, the flight, the freeze stuff. When it's working, it's, it's working all the time and it's, it's a low energy user. And so therefore it's kind of energy efficient and it actually sort of tells the other part of our brain, that big part of our brain, that neocortex, it's up in the, the front there behind our forehead. It tells it to, hey, just hang out. I'll tell you when I need you. Well, the front part of our brain is the part that does all the creative thinking, the forward thinking. It's designed to be slow because it's, it's pretty energy intense. We as project leaders, when we are leading a team, we're trying to always maximize the use of that front end of the brain. And you know what? Joy opens up that. that. That's part of the strength. 
The strength is that it opens this bigger part of the brain. The easy way to understand that is what its opposite does. So the opposite of joy, fear, it triggers the back part of the brain, right? Because that gives us the fast reactions, the fight, flight, and freeze, right? So enabling joy isn't just pop psychology. It's just not. It's, it's actually unleashing the strength so that we can use the amazing part of our brain that God has given us. So when I look at joy, I want to break it down into three components because this was where I really, I was really stuck. And I was able to find the three components, as I've said in the intro, in Sunday school. So I want to read where I got it from. So I'm in, I'm in Genesis, and I'm reading from the New American Version of the Bible. And then God said, let the earth bring forth all kinds of living creatures, cattle, creeping things, and wild animals of all kinds. And so it happened. God made all kinds of wild animals, all kinds of cattle, and all kinds of creeping things of the earth. God saw how good it was. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air and the cattle and over all the wild animals and all the creatures that crawl on the ground. God created man in his image. In the divine image, he created him. It's interesting, this happens on the sixth day, and what does God do on the seventh day? He rests. Isn't that kind of prophetic? It's like, okay, you know, <laughs> if I put it in the in a marine, okay, you got the helm. <laughs> so it's, that's pretty powerful to me. That's pretty powerful. So, so in my translation, it says that God gave man dominion. That dominion comes from a Latin word that actually sort of means head of the household. It, house is right in it. It's where we get the word domicile and domestic, okay? Dominion. And that's kind of neat because the head of the household, you picture someone who's taking care. You know, he's not not the tyrant. So that, that's really cool. Now, if that word dominion doesn't resonate with you, maybe you read the King James Version. You look back, the original Hebrew word was translated as rule, was, was rada, rada which is meant to have dominion or rule or subjugation over something. So it's a similar thought, and it's, it's used throughout the Bible for people like King Solomon and Daniel, and it's in Romans. And it made it clear that the, that dominion, that rule, was a gift from God. It was a gift from God. So God gives us this gift of dominion. Well, he wouldn't have given us a gift unless unless we knew how to use it. So so that was the, sort of the aha. I thought, okay, the instructions for how to use this must be here, must have already been in it. So, and there it was. There it was. Think about it. And here's what I found was I found that God loves us. He, he's creating out of love. And he's he's creating from what's in his mind. In other words, he's taking his idea and making it a reality. So he's extremely connected to that purpose. And then he's very connected to the creatures, especially 
to mankind. She's very connected. And he creates, creates all of it, right? He does transform the idea to reality. He creates it. It has its existence. But here's the really cool part. He gave it all away. He gave man dominion over this. He gave it away. So what I saw there was that the components of of joy, joy in work, were right there. And that God enabled joy by connecting with us, creating, and then giving it away, contributing it to us. I, I was trying to find a picture in my mind's eye for a definition of joy, a definition based on this. And, and the picture that came to mind so strongly was that of changing a baby's diaper. That of change. Now think about this. This is literally a stinky job, okay? There's, you wouldn't call this the pleasurable job. So that's what I liked. It really just, it separated joy happiness from pleasure happiness. Because we don't wake up in the morning saying, boy, I hope there's a record number of loads today, right? We don't say that. What's happening there? I'll tell you what's happening. That one, there is a a clear connection between the person who's going to change the diaper and the baby. And there's also a clear connection to the purpose of why we're transforming this idea of a happy, clean, dry baby needs to be done, right? Why it needs to be accomplished, why it needs to be transformed into a reality. And then we actually do it. We create the value of moving from dirty to clean, from stinky to fragrant, from wet to dry, from sad to happy. And then what do we do? We give that away. We give that value away. We contribute it to the small one. So there's the three components. Connect, create, contribute. Connect, that makes sense because you think about it. We're connecting to each other. We're connecting to a person. What's our biggest fear? Our biggest fear is being alone, right? So it makes sense that to enable joy, we have to enable the the opposite of that. So it's connection. And we're connecting to purpose. What's one of our other biggest fears? Our other biggest fears is, is basically kind of being anonymous, having no purpose in life. So right off the bat, you can see why connection to purpose and people really is conquering fear. It's the opposite of fear. And now think about the other, create value. What's one of our other fears is being irrelevant, you know, to put it bluntly, to be stuck on the bench when everyone else is playing in the game. And so we get to create value. When we enable creating value on a project, we eliminate that fear of being irrelevant. And then the last part's contribute. And and this was key to me. Deming, the the great consultant, said that joy and work doesn't come from the results. It comes from the contribution. That was pretty clear. And I kind of struggled with it, but I realized that that was the capstone. That's what Genesis opened up for me. So you want to enable joy. And it's got these three components. So now it's no longer just a fuzzy word you're saying, well, I guess that just means making everybody happy. Well, give them joy, happiness, but you're trying to provide the joy that is strength. So we as leaders 
of that team that's going to transform the idea to the reality. We're going to help people be connected to each other. It's called teaming, right? We're going to have them connected to the purpose. It's called shared vision, right? We're going to help them create value. It's called empowerment, right? We're going to help them contribute it. That's called engagement, right? Wow, that's pretty cool. There's the three components. So that's awesome. So our next podcast, we're going to take a look at the first set of components about engaging excellence. Meanwhile, you take care. It's been great to be here. Again, want to find out more about me, look at enablingjoy.com. Feel free to leave a comment and please subscribe so you'll know when the next one's coming. You take care. Bye-bye.